Welcome to the Ship Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, February 28th. I'm your host, Mike Meharry. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, so here's the question. Is coronavirus the pen that popped the bubble? Now, it's too early to tell, of course, but it sure does look like a real possibility. Stock markets plunged into correction territory yesterday. The Dow Jones had its worst drop on a point basis in history, falling 1,193 points. This after the week started with a 1,031-point plunge on Monday. The Dow has been down every day this week. Other indexes didn't fare much better. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ Composite lost well over 4% each yesterday alone. Now, who knows what today's going to bring? Futures right now are down again, and U.S. equities are on track for their worst week since the financial crisis of 2008. Now, interestingly, gold basically traded sideways yesterday, and it actually fell overnight. We had a big spike in the price on Monday. In fact, at one point, we saw the yellow metal was at about $16.90 per ounce. Then we had some profit-taking, and I saw gold down in the 1630s on uh, Tuesday. It rallied Wednesday to flirt with 1650, and this morning, we're all the way back down to 1626. So there's a lot of volatility there. Still, we're set for the third monthly gain in gold overall. Still, it's a little odd that gold didn't really break out with stocks crashing yesterday. Some analysts seem to think there's a bit of a tug of war going on. There's a safe haven bid pushing gold up, but there is some fear that an economic downturn will put a damper on the gold market, particularly in India and China. Gold buying, especially in the huge jewelry markets, is strongly influenced by economic conditions in those countries. I saw a couple of other theories floated. The first is that many traders and investors are working under the assumption that the current coronavirus epidemic is being overplayed and will actually be a short-lived thing. That would make sense, I guess, if there is more to this stock market crash than just virus worries. And the second theory I think is even more concerning. Traders and investors might be scrambling to liquidate assets to get capital for margin calls. In other words, they could be selling gold to keep themselves afloat. A Bloomberg opinion piece also pointed out an interesting comment that came from ABN AMRO yesterday. Quote, when risk aversion turns into market panic, the dollar, yen, and U.S. treasuries are the assets sought after. I expect gold to drop in that environment because investment in gold is liquidated for cash. If that's what's going on here, I would say that's a big yikes for the broader market and economy. So anyway, a lot to parse out here. The first question is, is this just about fears over coronavirus? Of course, that's the mainstream narrative, and it's certainly legitimate to be concerned about a decline in global economic output if the virus continues to spread. But I've said before, I don't think it's just about the virus. The bubble stock market has been poised to plunge for a long time. It started to plunge at the end of 2018, and the Fed stepped in and rescued it. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and I was telling him what's really amazing right now, and virtually nobody seems to be talking about this, is that the Fed has been engaged in extraordinary monetary policy for months during a supposedly booming economy, during a time when U.S. stocks were making new record highs, three rate cuts last year, resumption of QE. I went over this in detail in a previous episode, but I can't emphasize it strongly. I can't emphasize it enough. This is the kind of monetary policy you'd expect during a deep recession. So the Fed has been able to keep the air in this bubble far longer than I expected. As Peter Schiff has said, it's a market looking for a pin. 
If we had a healthy market, if we had a healthy economy, it wouldn't matter about coronavirus. The economy is sick. That's the problem. Okay, so what's next? Well, I'm certain the Fed is going to throw more liquidity at the problem, more heroin for the junkie. The Chinese have already injected billions into the financial system. A lot of that went into the dollar and into U.S. stocks. That kept the market juiced for a few weeks, even as coronavirus worries were growing. The problem with heroin is you need more and more of it, and as you chase that high, you up the risk of an overdose. But the addict wants his fix, and investors are expecting the pusher to deliver. After all, that's what the Fed does. It stepped in to rescue the markets last year, and there's absolutely no reason to expect the zebra to change its stripes. Traders are pricing in a 72% chance of a quarter-point rate cut at the Fed's March meeting, and better than even odds of two more such rate cuts by the end of July. It was just about three minutes ago that everybody was saying the Fed wasn't going to cut rates at all this year. So how exactly is injecting money into the financial system going to cure coronavirus? Or I should say the economic consequences of coronavirus. Think about it for a minute. The problem posed by coronavirus is the potential drop in supply, right? A decrease in Chinese economic output. The effect, the fear is China will produce less stuff. How does printing money solve that problem? Even St. Louis Fed President James Bullard had to admit in a CNBC interview that it won't. But he said it could mitigate the impact. But as Peter said, it won't. If the symptom is a reduction in supply, how does increasing demand for items that are in short supply do you any good? Because that's all the Fed is able to do is stoke demand by printing money. That's the whole point, right? People now have more money to buy products that don't exist. Problem not solved. But this is the playbook. More easy money, lower interest rates, more inflation in the true sense of the word, and increase of the money supply. The question you need to ask yourself is how long will it be before all of this inflation starts showing up in consumer prices instead of in the stock market? When does all of this extraordinary monetary policy tank the dollar? Let's talk about bonds for a second. The bond market has been white hot. This may be why we haven't seen as much money going into gold. We've had record low yields on both the 10-year and 30-year treasuries this week. People perceive bonds as a safe haven. Peter has spent this whole week hammering on the fact that the bond market is the biggest bubble of all of them. And he said the thing that's fueling this bubble, the reason that so many speculators are piling into U.S. Treasuries, is because they assume the Fed is going to cut rates. And as we've already discussed, they're right as rain. The Fed is going to cut rates. But investors are ignoring the specter of inflation. Inflation is the enemy of the bond investor. These people are piling into 30-year treasuries and accepting a nominal yield of like 1.8% in front of what's going to be a massive surge of inflation. Peter said the dumb money is piling into treasuries because they think they're doing something safe when they're actually doing something extremely risky and probably extremely foolish if the music stops playing and they're still holding on to those treasuries. Now think about it. Currently, the yield on the U.S. Treasury is actually below the official government inflation rate. Even if you accept the government's inflation numbers, the yield on U.S. Treasuries is negative. At the same time, the U.S. financial house has never been in worse shape. And never forget, that's what Treasuries are all about, financing the U.S. debt. 
Actually, it's a damn good thing for Uncle Sam that there's all this demand for treasuries right now, given the amount of money the government is borrowing every single month. The national debt is over $23 trillion, and nobody in D.C. has any plan to do anything about the spending. In fact, the next thing you know, we'll need more spending for stimulus when the economy tanks. As Peter has said, the United States has never been less creditworthy than it is right now. There's more debt than ever before. The future trajectory of the debt is going to skyrocket. And nobody even really pretends to care. Now, what's going to happen if coronavirus passes over and nobody wants all of those bonds? That's a big uh uh-oh for the U.S. government. Keep in mind, the powers that be think inflation is too low. So bond yields should be much higher, given the likelihood that inflation will go much higher in the future, along with the increasing possibility that the U.S. government defaults or has to restructure its massive debt. The fact that prices are so high on bonds right now, despite the fact the fundamentals are so low, is clear evidence of indisputable evidence that the Treasury bond market is a bubble. Of course, the mainstream insists it's not a bubble. They say the amount of money pouring into bonds is justified because people want safe haven with the specter of the coronavirus-inducing economic slowdown. As Peter put it, anybody buying our debt at these prices, thinking they're doing something safe, is a complete fool. And that exactly is what defines a bubble. So back to gold. Peter has pointed out for a few weeks now that gold stocks have actually been lagging the bull run in in physical metal. In an interview on Fox Business, he called it the most unloved bull market ever. Peter keeps hammering on one point. Keep your eye on the Fed. I'm hammering on the same point. The central bank is going to make the economy sicker. And he said, Ultimately, the inflation that they unleash is going to destroy the bonds that people are buying. The real safe haven is gold, and that's what people should be buying if they really understand the problem. So if you want to get into more detail about this, if you want to learn more, talk to a Shift Gold Precious Metal Specialist. Now is the time, I think. Call 1-888-GOLD-160, or you can shoot the guys an email at info at shiftgold.com. They can help you make sense of what's going on with the market, how gold can help boost your portfolio, preserve your wealth. I think we're still in for a pretty bumpy ride as time goes on. So that is a gold wrap for this week. You can get more details on all of these stories and more and keep up with the latest precious metals news and analysis throughout the week at shiftgold.com news. If you haven't done it already, you can subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap at iTunes or on the Shift Gold YouTube channel. You have uh, links for all of that on the show notes page. And uh, you can also now follow us on Instagram. Check us out there. Um, So that's it. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.